DMV Download, the new daily podcast from WTOP News, is out now. Hosts Megan Clorty and Luke Garrett get the story behind the story. Every weekday afternoon, Megan and I will go beyond the headlines with WTOP reporters and sources to bring you more on the biggest local stories impacting you, our fellow Washingtonians. The DMV Download podcast is available now on all major podcast platforms. Subscribe today so you don't miss an episode. The DMV Download podcast is presented by Steamfitters Local 602. Politics, power, and the people. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill. What we're witnessing wasn't a constitutional judgment. It was an exercise in raw political power. Well, for God's sake, there's an election November. Vote, 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 vote. Consider the challenge accepted, court. President Biden renewing his criticism of the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, striking down the case that upheld abortion rights for more than a half century. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and the president has been taking a lot of heat from Democrats who feel he hasn't shown the passion they feel is necessary to fight for abortion rights. A Washington weekend rally that's dubbed part of the Summer of Rage is a grassroots effort to energize abortion rights supporters. Many Democrats are concerned that members of their party won't won't turn out for the midterm elections because they feel the president is often playing political defense. Friday's announcement was an effort to show him on offense. We need two additional pro-choice senators and a pro-choice House to codify Roe as federal law. Your vote can make that a reality. I know it's frustrating and it made a lot of people very angry. When you read the decision the court has made clear, it will not protect the rights of women. Period. The president also showed some anger in his announcement that his critics say has been missing. Some of the states don't allow for exceptions for rape or incest. This isn't some imagined horror. It's already happening. Just last week, it was reported that a 10-year-old girl was a rape victim in Ohio. 10 years old. And she was forced to have to travel out of the state to Indiana to seek to terminate the presidency and maybe save her life. That's last part is my judgment. Ten years old. Ten years old. The president signed an executive order designed to protect access to reproductive health services, including emergency contraception. It also seeks to protect patient privacy. Overall, the president has limited power to directly take on what the high court has decided. But advocates have argued the president needs to make sure the issue maintains a high profile. In his remarks, the president appealed to women voters. You, the women of America, can determine the outcome of this issue. I don't think the court or for that matter, the Republicans who for decades have pushed the extreme agenda, have a clue about the power of American women. But they're about to find out, in my view. Republicans, for the most part, have not leaned into the issue on the other side. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell says voters are much more concerned about issues they face every day. Inflation, high gas prices, difficulties getting items they need because of continuing supply chain issues. He spoke recently in his home state of Kentucky. We've got the rampant inflation is worse than at any time in 40 years 40 years so from an economic point of view i can't think of anything they haven't screwed up republicans remain confident of retaking control of the u.s house but the senate is still up in the air some republicans are concerned that former president trump may announce he's running for the white house before the midterms which they believe could undermine their messaging on issues mcconnell has been stressing 
Trump has reportedly been getting restless, in part because of the negative narrative coming out of the January 6th hearings. Trump's former White House counsel Pat Cipollone testified behind closed doors on Friday, and parts of that videotaped testimony are likely to be played next week, when the select committee holds what could be its final two public hearings. The committee says Cipollone has valuable insight into the inner workings of the White House as efforts were made to overturn the 2020 election results. Former White House aide Cassidy Hutchinson has testified that Cipollone confronted White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows as rioters threatened the life of former Vice President Mike Pence during the rioting on January 6th. I remember Pat saying something to the effect of, Mark, we need to do something more. They're literally calling for the vice president to be effing hung. The next hearing on Tuesday is expected to focus on far-right militia groups like the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers and their potential ties to the White House as well as their actions on January 6th. What could be the final hearing on Thursday in prime time is likely to look at how former President Trump and others inside the White House dealt with the insurrection as it unfolded. While 140 law enforcement officers were injured and the rioting led to more than 850 arrests and at least 325 guilty pleas, recent polls indicate many people are viewing the Capitol attack differently more than 18 months since it happened. A new Monmouth University poll finds that 61% of Republicans now say it was a legitimate protest, up from 47% close to a year ago. And most Republicans now also say they don't believe it was a riot. But video and audio from January 6th is hard to ignore. Start making a list, put all those names down, and we start hunting them down one by one. Mitchell Miller, and this is The Week on the Hill.